Welcome to episode number 14. Today we've got an interview with Yasmin Lomax and it's a student's take on solo travel. Now there's a couple of areas where her connection is not amazing but hang in there guys because you can hear everything she says really clearly. There's just a slight delay in her replies. Um, yeah being in two different countries and working with technology it can have its challenges but hang in there guys because it's a bloody good episode. Hope you guys enjoy! You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share, and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Solo Woman Travel Tribe Podcast. Today I have got Yasmin Lomax, and she is a 20-year-old student, originally from Ireland, currently in Boston in the US. Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so excited to have this chat with you. <laughs> awesome. So let's dive in. Tell us what led you to become a solo woman traveler and just give us a little bit of your background. Um, well, well kind of looking back now, I would say it started, so when I was 10, um, my family and I moved from Ireland to Australia. And I mm-hmm. think that was really influential because I used to have a lot of people ask, you know, why did you guys move to Australia? And I didn't really have a reason because it was just something that my mum and dad wanted to do. And I think um, looking back, I can sort of see that that influenced me a lot and that I know, you know, I I knew from a very young age that you didn't have to have a reason for doing anything. You can just have the life that you want. You can go anywhere you want. You can live anywhere you want. And it doesn't have to be what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. So I think that was really um, important. And then Um, probably more recently I finished high school nearly two and a half years ago now and Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people in Australia do this thing called schoolies I don't know if you have that in New Zealand (laughs) yeah Yeah, so um, a lot of high schoolers like when they finish they'll spend a week or two on holidays with a friend somewhere and you sort of just party and have fun yeah and um, I kind of decided not to do that I spent two months backpacking around America instead. Wow. And yeah, yeah, that was like, that was super awesome. I went with a friend from work who was a little bit older. Um, and you know, I met lots of like different people and, you know, I was away from home for, it ended up being like three months by the end of it. So that was a really, really influential trip. And definitely like, I still think about now and it's still like informed of a lot, lot of decisions. Mm. now and then um yeah about this time last year I kind of had a really sucky few months where it seemed like everything was sort of going wrong I had um a lot of like relationships and friendships falling apart um and it sort of made me like reconsider everything I was doing I started thinking you know why haven't I gone to all these places that I want to go to and why am I spending all my time in this town that I've just always lived in like maybe I need to start thinking outside the box a little bit and really thinking about where I want to be and what I want to be doing Mm -hmm. and yeah I think that like really kicked it off set it into motion so I've been traveling since October 2017 now so yeah haven't haven't been back to Australia since then and I've just been loving it and um yeah just being able to explore and sort of make my own decisions. Yeah, that's so awesome. And are you studying over in the States at the moment? 
Yeah, so I'm on an exchange program at a college in Boston. Yeah. Um, so I'm here, the term is uh, January till the end of April, and this is my final year of uni, so I'll be wrapping up at the end of October, so I'll be back um, in Australia for a few months to finish that off, but yeah, just in America at the moment, working towards my course. And what is it that you're studying? So I'm doing a Bachelor of Arts with majors in professional writing and editing and public relations. Ooh, and what sort of a career do you want to have at the end of that? Well, I'd love to do travel writing. That's sort of what I've been working on at the moment. Um, I'm sort of like involved in a few different magazines and trying to like really build up the the travel writing. And I think um, like my favorite thing about that, about writing is that, you know, you don't need a base you don't need to be um clocking in somewhere nine to five you can do it remotely and I've um, been lucky that I've done that in the past and it's definitely something I would love to be able to do because it means you can combine travel and your job yeah so you can combine yeah your career with your travel passion that's perfect yeah yeah (laughs) I love it all right so one of the big questions is how are you able to afford to travel as a student can you share some of your tips with us yeah, so um, in Australia, like, we have a lot of, like, really great scholarships and grants that students can get. So um, I definitely recommend anyone who's thinking about doing travel through their uni, whether it's a study abroad program or it's just, like, a short-term um, thingy, to look into any types of, like, scholarships and grants they have because, mm-hmm. like, they can really, really help you out. I know the Australian government does one, like, through your, um, your student loans um, that's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely look into that. Another thing would be if you're considering long-term travel, just to remember that it doesn't have to be like additional expenses. So the things that you're um, like paying for overseas is just sort of a substitute to what you'd be paying for at home. So instead of paying rent, you'd be paying for accommodation or instead of, um, you know, paying to run your car, you're paying for a train ticket somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And Speaking of cars, if you are planning to go overseas for a long time, you can sell that and that's an easy, you know, few thousand dollars. Um, that's what I did before I left because I yeah. knew I was going to be gone for at least nine months. So got rid of the car and, yeah, so kind of looking at things like if you've got anything you can sell, um, just remembering that you're substituting expenses mm. and any types of scholarships or grants are really great. Yeah, and that's actually a really good, good way to look at it is that you are you are substituting your expenses. I haven't really looked at it in that way before, so that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. even um, especially if you're, like, you're living somewhere, you know, you're not mm. always – eating out as much you're going to buy groceries so that's yeah. like while well, I'm in America now it's it's easy to think oh this is the exact money I'd be spending at home yeah for groceries, for groceries and yeah. especially if you're going somewhere where um you know the your currency is really strong and um it's they've got a cheaper cost of living like I'm going to Central America next month which I'm really excited about Ooh, and that's cool. going to be like a lot more affordable because it's a lot cheaper there yes. than in Australia so yeah thinking about things like that as well Awesome. That sounds like an amazing trip, Central America. Yeah, we're doing um, like 12 days, I think, as a spring break yeah. thing that they have in America. Yeah, spring break. So, yeah, we're doing um, <laughs> Mexico and Belize, which I'm oh, really fabulous. excited about. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to hear how that goes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> so in, in terms of like booking your travel, do you have any like recommendations for any websites or apps or anything that you would use? 
to keep yeah, the cost question. Um, I would say definitely for students to check out anything that's student specific. So um, there's a lot of like student um, like travel agents mm-hmm. that do um, like near my college in Australia, we've got um, STA travel or the student flights. Yeah. Um, so they're really great because they do a lot of like discounts for students for and students, under 25s. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely have a look into that. And if in doubt, like go speak to a travel agent or something because it can be quite overwhelming when you've got study and a part-time job and you're trying to plan a trip on top of it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, definitely getting help from people. Um, and then, yeah, that will probably be my biggest one. In the US, there's a really good website called uh, Wanderoo that I use for like buses, which is how I'm mainly getting around um, Boston's in a really good spot in that you can get to like all the states in New England like super like it doesn't take long at all it's not like in Australia where it's so spread 10 hours to Sydney or something (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so um checking out like buses I mean I'm going to New York on Thursday and I think it was like $15 return no way um yeah it was insane because it's about four hours there yeah yeah it's pretty good price for that um yeah, for that journey. So, yeah, definitely having a look on that website if you're in the States. That's been my, my lifesaver at the moment. So what was that website again? It's called Wanderer, which is W-A-N-D-E-R-U. Oh, Wanderer. Okay. Wanderer. Yeah. Ah, cool. Oh, well, thank you for that tip. That sounds good. Yes, I got it from some other exchange students here. So awesome. all helping each other out. Yeah, that's cool. So what are some of the challenges that you've faced being a student and a solo traveler? Um, I would say the biggest one is just balancing the holiday mentality with like the student life. So, mm. you know, I'm finding when I'm here that I want to be out doing all the things because I don't want to look back on this six months later and be like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't get to see this. I didn't get to do that. But then, you know, you've also got study to do and it's really hard to not feel guilty when you're doing one about the other. So, Mm. you know, you're a student, you might just want to sit at home and watch Riverdale and eat some noodles. And then (laughs) while you're doing that, you're like, "Oh, Oh no, I should be out, you know, climbing the Bunker Hill Monument or something. And that that's really hard. So I think yeah. it's, it's good to practice like giving yourself, like cutting yourself a little bit of slack with that because it, it's no fun either when you're out exploring somewhere and you're thinking about the essay that you've got due tomorrow. So um, time management is difficult um, and just trying to maybe be mindful about what you're doing and not thinking about what you should be doing or what you could be doing right now, you know, making mm-hmm. decisions that – are the right ones and then just sticking with them just sticking with them yeah it's so interesting you said that because that was going to be my next question was how do you fit in the study and the school time versus the traveling as Mm. well and it sounds like you've kind of got a bit of a balance going on yeah I've only got classes three days a week here which is awesome so I've got like the weekends like long weekends every weekend so that's Friday Saturday Sunday that I sort of use to explore and then um, I've got Tuesdays off as well and I sort of like to take that as a homework day so we've got yeah. a fantastic library in Boston that I will go to pretty much every Tuesday and just try and get most of my homework done cool. um so yeah sort of coming up with a schedule or a routine like that is really helpful Good. for me because I'm a very organized mind person <laughs> so yeah that definitely helps me um I think yeah it also helps when you haven't got a full-time study load or even um, over the summer I was doing a class online which was really great because you 
and choose when you logged in and um, did something. So I had a few days when I went to Prague and I knew I didn't want to be doing homework then. So, um, you know, I just got it all done at the start of the week and then went to Prague and enjoyed myself. And that was my time in Prague. So, yeah, thinking about that's a good idea. Yeah, and it sounds like planning ahead of time so that you can, you know, fit both in. Yeah, I do think you have to be organized. Like, There's probably a lot of people who would – you know, go on exchange and have all these great ideas to either study or travel lots and then you end up doing way too much of one or the other one because the you other. haven't thought about it. So, yeah, yeah, sort of definitely planning ahead, um, you know, making a list of when all your assignments are due and when are the long weekends so that, um, you know, your trip to New York or something isn't clashing with a major essay that you've got. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Cool. So what are some of your favorite or some of your standout travel memories that you can share with us? Oh, good question. This is where like every place I've ever been flies out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in Iceland over New Year's, which was wow. incredible. It was so amazing. So I was there for, it was originally seven days, but my flight to Boston got cancelled because of a blizzard, so I was there for nine days um, wow. and completely by myself, but it was awesome. I did so many, like, great tours. Um, I did uh, snorkeling between the Continental Rift, so, like, where the two continents meet in this national park. Um, we did, like, snorkeling through that. Mm. Um, I saw the Northern Lights. They mm-hmm. have an amazing, like, New Year's um thing going on there like they've got fireworks for like a week around new year's oh, and wow. crazy bonfires cool. yeah so that was that was really awesome yeah, um yeah. yeah my first time in america was great as well i have so many good memories from that like we had christmas in new york and wow. um yeah we went like sailing on a catamaran cruise under the san francisco's golden gate bridge and um yeah lots of lots of really really beautiful moments like that but um yeah, being in Boston now is fantastic because I think it's a city that really, really feels like home. So mm. that's also a good feeling to have. That's a good travel memory is finding somewhere where you just you feel really feel you really belong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool because my next question was going to be how do you deal with the, any loneliness or missing home? Is that something that you have to deal with? Yeah. So, like, now I'm not really feeling it. Um, yeah. You know, I like, I. I Boston feels like my home. I'm absolutely obsessed with the city. Um, and my best friend is currently on a flight over to visit me. Yay. So she should be landing in the morning, which is exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, my family are all coming over at the end of next month. So that's really great cool. in that um, like I haven't had to think about the homesickness or like missing those people then. But my first trip here, um, yeah, the one after I finished high school, um, yeah, I remember being like very, very like homesick then. And I think it was because I come at such an emotional time. Like I literally had my high school graduation dinner and then the very next day I jumped on the flight to America and I yeah. think I was missing Christmas for the first time. It was my first holiday without my mom and dad. Um, I was, mm. yeah, I think it, I was missing a lot of people's like birthdays and like there was so many all those parties when you finish high school and a lot of things <laughs> like that. So that sort of, um, that was a hard one. So I think my advice then would be if you can just sort of pick times when you're emotionally good to go. So yeah, this one, it was a trip that I'd like really geared myself up for. And, um, a 
uh, more like emotionally prepared for. So that would be yeah. a good um, piece of advice. And I think um, you definitely talked about this on podcasts with other guests, but, you know, keeping in touch with everyone from home but not mm. doing it all the time. I think that's what I made the mistake of, you know, the first time I would have gone somewhere by myself was like the constantly like ringing people and trying to keep up with everything that's going on in a group chat or something like yeah. that. And, yeah, um, Like that's, that's not healthy. Like just, you know, checking in regularly but you don't have to be looking at every like snapchat of a party you've missed or anything like that it's 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 not going to help you enjoy your time like trying to stay mindful and yeah um, I think stay in the moment of where you are yeah and that's such a good point because so often like I know when I had my first big overseas trip I missed my family hugely and uh, yeah I was constantly wanting to email them and write them mm, and yeah talk to them and just be a part of their world and it was like I was almost forgetting about where I was and what I was experiencing. So that's such good yeah, advice is just exactly, to find that balance. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Totally. I think it's really important just to like be where you are and, you know, yeah. make sure that it's a trip you really want to go on and that you've got yourself emotionally ready for. Um, and yeah, like it's a good idea just to, just to check in every now and then yeah. with, um, with friends and family. Yeah. Find that balance. Totally. Okay. So next question, how do you fund your travels? Um, so yeah, sort of what I spoke about before, um, you know, looking into any of the scholarships or grants or loans you can get from your college is really great. Um, but if it is just your own sort of holidays, um, I worked crazy hours at my part-time job the past year. So I was doing that and that was a bit insane, but all worth it in the end. Um, and then another thing it's not so much funding, but a way to save money is just to sort of cash in every favor possible. So if you've got um, a friend who lives somewhere, just ask if you can like crash on their couch or something yeah. like you're young, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> when I was, <laughs> yeah, when I was in like Prague um, in November or December, um, I had a friend from Australia who actually just moved there. So I got to stay with her and that was amazing. And yeah, like all my family live in Ireland. So when I'm there, that's really great because they're happy to drive me around and let me stay with them. So yeah, cool. if you've, if you've got anything like that, definitely um, take advantage of it. Yeah. That's, that's actually a really good point to raise because it's so nice actually to have someone like from overseas come and visit you as well. So when you think about it, like, yeah, I, I exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. I love yeah. hosting friends from overseas and showing them around and stuff like that. So for them to be able to do that for you as well, like it's kind of like it swings and roundabouts, but it's actually a really cool feeling to host someone. So yeah, it's not always like, Oh, yeah, such because a burden. Like, if you love where you live. You just yeah. want to show it off and yeah. being able to show it off to one of your friends is great. And totally. um, it's good for you as well as the guest because you're probably not likely to make as many of the mistakes as you would by yourself. Like you're not as likely to get lost or yeah. go out to a terrible restaurant if you've got someone to show you around. Yeah, definitely. And you get that inside information, which is always good. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. It's like your own personal trip advisor. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so what's one item that you can't travel without? Oh, um, on my first trip, I would have said my fanny pack that I was sort of obsessed with, <laughs> my little bum bag. Oh, it was very cute. embarrassing, but um, very safe. But I've, I've, I've given that up. Yeah. Um, probably like um, a phone charger or like a portable phone charger because um, I even found when I was in Iceland because it was so cold there, my phone was just shutting off. And oh, wow. if that's your main way to take photographs, that really sucks. 
So bringing a portable phone charger is definitely a must. Um, I'm also like obsessed with tea. So I definitely bring some tea bags with me because I'll have like (laughs) withdrawal headaches if I don't have tea. So that's another definite. (laughs) I love it. Nothing too crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, you have to have something from home. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's interesting what you said about the phone shutting off because it was too cold because I've had the opposite problem. I remember being in Egypt and my phone was shutting off because it was too hot. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, wow. so I didn't know it did it for the um, for the cold as well, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'd actually yeah. only got the phone about a month earlier, so it wasn't as if there was even something wrong with it. It was no. just, like, so freezing there. So, wow. yeah, I found with my one the only way it could turn back on was if you charged it, um, yeah. and having a portable charge is a yeah. really great idea. Also, um, like, some adapters because everywhere has different sockets mm-hmm. and plugs and things like that so yeah. actually being able to plug your things in is really helpful <laughs> it's very important <laughs> yes yeah I'm yeah like doing that before you get to the airport because they're so expensive yeah at the airport yeah. um just buy it off amazon or yeah ask for it as a present or borrow off a friend or whatever yeah totally totally okay yeah so- yeah or even get one of those ones that's like a a all over the world one. I got one in yes. Target recently that does like everywhere and they're yeah. really super handy. The universal yeah. one. Yeah. I've got one of those. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So what have you learned from being a solo woman traveler? Oh, um, probably just to, you know, just be independent and that you can do things yourself. Like I am someone who, when I go on a trip with other people, I reckon I'm like really annoying because I sort of just like, like, I don't know, I find myself more going into, like, the, the role of, like, companion and they sort of pick out things like where we're going to go or, the like, how we're going to get there. And I find, like, I'm so much more able to do that when I'm by myself. Like, if you've just got yourself to rely on, you will rely on just yourself. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, like, if you need to get somewhere, you have to get there. So you, it, you just have to make it happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think for me it was that um, – yeah, that, that I can do things myself is really great. Um, mm. But probably the biggest one would be that you can, like, you know, you can do anything you want and you can have any life you want. I think people think, a lot of people think that, you know, where you're, you're born is where you have to live for the rest of your life and, um, you know, everything has to follow this, like, A to B trajectory. And, like, it really doesn't. Like, you don't have to just do college at home you can go overseas for a while and do it and yeah I think just being able to do that by myself is really important because you don't have to wait for someone else to be ready to do the trip or to come with you like if you want to do something you should just do it yourself and you will be able to do it and you'll be able to create the life that you really want and I think at the end of the day that's more valuable than waiting for someone to come along who might never get their act together and come along. That's so true. Yeah. You could be waiting forever. So yeah, just go on and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's something like if it's a long-term trip or it's something a bit like unusual. I know like with my first America trip, it was really hard to find someone who wanted to come along with me because we were like fresh 18. It was right after high school and like not a lot of people were thinking about doing, you know, a few months abroad. Um, so, yeah, you just have to be prepared to do it yourself, basically. Yeah. Totally, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and if you want it bad enough, I think that you will. You know, if you want it bad enough, you'll just go yeah. out and you'll do it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Have, so have you had any bad experiences whilst you've been traveling? Um, nothing awful. Um, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, 
I had the flight cancellation in Iceland, which was my first ever cancellation. I think it has to happen to everyone yes. at some point. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, for it to happen in Iceland is pretty good. Um, it was just sort of like really, uh, really like frustrating uh, time because I was supposed to arrive into Boston the day before my orientation for college here. So it was super, super stressful because I knew I was going to be missing that. Right. And I was trying to organize a way to get a new flight to America, but they were all getting canceled. Um, so yeah, that, that was super stressful, but it all worked out in the end. Like they actually ended up having to change the orientation though, because the blizzard was so bad. No one could get here. Um, <laughs> wow. so there was, yeah, there was no need to worry with that. And, um, on another positive, I was supposed to do like a South Iceland tour a couple days earlier, but that had got cancelled due to the weather in Iceland. Um, and I was able to reschedule it and do it in my extra day in Iceland, which was yeah. really great because cool. I got to do the thing I wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it actually it was always, all worked it was out. The bright side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It always worked out. Yeah. Yeah. The other, like, only other kind of issue was one this weekend, actually, um, was when we tried to rent a car to go to Vermont for the weekend and it was, it was going too easily, especially for renting a car in America. And it just turned out they, um, you know, they needed someone to have a credit card and then you couldn't have a provisional license and you couldn't be under 21. And oh we gosh. only found this when we were at the desk oh, to get no. the car. Yeah. So we had to do some like very last minute scrambling and, um, yeah, had to rent from a different company and we got to Vermont super late because of all the traffic. But, you know, in the end that all worked out fine yeah. as well. Everything usually does um, yeah. but it, yeah it can, you would have learned a lot yeah. from both experiences as well like mm. you know like you learn what what you can and can't handle and you just learn that you know at the end of the day it's all going to work out okay yeah that's that's and it's a good like lesson for everything you know if yeah. you're thinking oh I'm not gonna get this essay done like you know what you will like it'll, you it'll will. get done like yeah. everything usually works out so yeah, yeah for something like a flight cancellation or, you know, not being able to rent a car. It's not the end of the world. And I think it's, it's, um, a reminder to always have a backup plan, you know, not plan things too tight that you have to be in America in the next 24 hours or something <laughs> like that, you know, yeah. give yourself some leeway and yeah, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. And that is actually good advice. Like if you have to be somewhere for something is, you know, there are, you know, weather events, there's plane delays, there's flight yeah. cancellations. So make sure you go early. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just be clever about it. <laughs> yeah, have some time up your sleeve just in case. Yeah, totally. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. So my next question was going to be where are you off to next, but you did tell us. So Central America, was it Mexico and Belize? Yeah. So yeah. Um, this weekend, actually, I'm going to New York, which I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, after that, I have my spring break trip. We're going to Mexico and Belize. Wow. Um, and then when semester ends in April, we're going to do um, like a big road trip around like Oregon, Washington and like the Canadian Rockies. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, they're the next big ones on the cards, all in the American continent. So, Ooh, exciting. yeah, super excited about all of those. I think they'll be, especially Mexico and Belize, will be something really different. I've never been anywhere like that before. My travels have mainly been in Europe and um, America and Australia, obviously. Um, so I think that'll be really exciting, going to somewhere that um, – that doesn't resemble anywhere I've been before. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. And some sun because <laughs> I, I haven't seen <laughs> I've skipped winter this year and for like the past three years. So um 
but not winter, summer. I've been skipping summer. So I'm definitely excited to see a little bit of sunshine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd be craving it. Oh, I'm not good in winter. And what did you say it was? Negative <laughs> two degrees or something where you are now? Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely freezing. I am super pale, so I sunburn really badly. So <laughs> the lack of summer doesn't bother me too much. But yeah. it's been like, yeah, probably like summer 2014-15 was the last one I had in Australia. So oh, that wow. was a while ago now. I had um, a couple weeks in Greece and Italy in July 2017, and that's probably like the most amount of sun I've had since I was like 17. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll be uh, hanging I, out for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hopefully you don't get burnt. <laughs> no, I am so cautious about that yeah all pale people yeah, have yeah. horror experiences so yeah oh no <laughs> and one thing I wanted to know was whereabouts in Australia where were you living where were you from there um so I am from Mornington which is a couple hours um by public transport a lot less by driving um outside of Melbourne so oh yeah um we're down on the coast it's beautiful it's um yeah just a gorgeous little peninsula um really nice um yeah re- really good spot and um close enough to Melbourne, which is a fantastic city. So yeah. um, I definitely recommend everyone hit up those areas there. Yeah. Good spots. I'll have to yeah. put that on my list. Awesome. Definitely, yes, yeah, definitely cool. do. All right, well, do you have any final words of advice to leave with our listeners? Hmm, final words of advice? Look, I would say just do it. Like you, if, if you're a student, you, you don't have to think that – your life is just straight from high school to university to a job. You can do anything you want and like things will usually be flexible and work around it. So if you want to go traveling, go traveling, do it. Don't wait for someone else. Just, you know, pull up your socks and go, you can, you can do it. I believe in you. You are a solo woman and I believe in you. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. Now, (laughs) where can people find you if they want to connect with you after this podcast? Where, Where can they go? Um, so I have my blog and my Instagram that I post a lot about my travels on. Um, so my Instagram is the at Yasmin Lomax and Yasmin Lomax is Y-A-Z-M-I-N-E-L-O-M-A-X. And then my website is yasminlomax.com, same spelling. Um, and yeah, I am a pretty regular poster on those. Awesome. And it sounds like you're doing quite a bit of travel writing at the moment. So I'm sure people will want to go and check that out and see what you're up to. Yes. I should have something about my trip to Vermont up soon. And then you'll be hearing about New York and spring break and all of it. Yeah. You got lots on the cards, (laughs) which is so exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Yasmin, for coming on and chatting with us. It has been really, really cool. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And I want to hear all about these trips and I want to see lots of photos. Oh, you will. I'm like one of those people who has 10,000 photos on their camera roll. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Well, you take care and we'll chat soon. Thanks, Yasmin. Thanks, Bye. Bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com 
forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.